1: Welcome to It Never Gets Old, a firsthand account of all things secondhand. This is a podcast about the secondhand fashion economy, the stories we tell, how to get more of a bang for your buck, but also how to make money on your closet, as well as some other topics. I'm your host, Meredith Feynman. I'm joined by my bestie in the Westie and producer extraordinaire, Sarah Lane. Hi, Sarah. Hello, Mayor. How are you? I'm okay. You know, we're in a the, the, the ladies of It Never Gets Old are are in a little bit more of a mellow state. We've both had some some hard weeks. We're real Real humans. So, you know, we both still have a little bit of consignment pep in our stuff, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's true.
0: <laughs> Luckily, it always does feel good to participate in the consignment universe, which I actually did on The Real Real for the first time. What? Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting good at this stuff. Well, I don't know if I'm getting good at it, but I'm certainly getting good at browsing things and then buying them. So, Excellent. yeah, I, I ordered a um I I don't know, I need some new just sort of T-shirts. And so I found cool stuff from designers that I had never heard of. And so I will be wearing them on a future episode, even though no one can see me. <laughs> Meredith
1: will. <laughs> well, well we will also be, obviously, It Never Gets Old has a tremendous visual element. If you go to our website, ingopodcast.com, We'll be uploading a lot of images associated with a lot of these episodes and things we're talking about, and I want to see and hear from you, the audience, what you're buying and selling, hashtag ingo finds on Instagram, on Twitter, send me an email message. There's such a huge community element to this that it's fun. I want to see, like, I always am like, tell me the goods. Show me the goods. Today we're going to talk about buying from celebrities and influencers. Sarah, I don't know if you're aware if that's something you can do.
0: Yeah, and and this this is not like because I have so many celebrity friends. This is something that you can do if you like someone's style and there's access to them because of the tools that we have now.
1: Yes, so... Um, I'll give away a little bit of my hot tips and tricks like getting real deep into hilarious like random C-list celebrities Poshmark accounts which I will now share with you and no longer keep to myself. But this episode, it, it used to be that celebrities have always sold their clothing. You know, maybe they gave it to their stylist to sell. They didn't want people to know that they maybe needed the money or that they were offloading their stuff. And I think that particularly also with more famous people, a-list celebrities, you know, they don't want someone like sniffing their T-shirt. Like there is a stalker factor to it that, that I think is really dissipating. And celebrities are more comfortable than ever showing that they're selling things. So I'm going to show you how to get some stuff from some of your favorite people. Sounds good. A lot of this began, let's talk about sort of the, the, the beginnings of celebrities selling their clothing and accessories. This is different from things like estate sales or when all of like Elizabeth Taylor's jewels went up at Sotheby's. Like this is, we've, there have always been auctions of famous people's stuff, like very famous people, whether it's like Steve McQueen's cars and those sorts of things. What I'm talking about is now you can buy a t-shirt from a Kardashian. You can buy a pair of shoes from something Navy's Ariel Nakmani. Um, and it's it's different from, you know, these big auction houses. It's not like it's millions of dollars worth of things anymore.
0: And it's funny, you, you mentioned buying a t-shirt from a Kardashian. I've seen the show enough times to know that they all have these huge closets and you never see any of that family wearing the same thing twice, and they probably get a lot of stuff for free from designers or you know, heavily discounted because they will be photographed wearing these, and so everybody sort of wins. So this is really kind of a hustle for a celebrity. Whether or not they need the money is a little bit beside the point, but if they're going through all of this inventory, all of this merchandise so quickly, then it makes a lot of sense that it would have a second life with somebody else.
1: Totally, and that's never been something that they've admitted, though. That's always been something that, like, I am sure some things you've seen, if you've shopped in places like New York or Los Angeles, if you're in high-end consignment stores, the chances that that belonged to an actor or celebrity are pretty high. Uh, But that was always, you know, rule number one of fight club consignment, which was that they never, ever told you, you know, who their client list was. Mm -hmm. um, Because there were people for whom that would, you know, dox in some kind of way. Uh, But, you know... A lot of things begin and end, unfortunately, with the Kardashians. And to sort of kick off this, like, what is the history of celebrities selling their clothing and handbags? Kim Kardashian's original hustle was selling stuff on eBay. Uh, she was flipping stuff on eBay. This is before she was famous. She was about 15 years old. She was buying and selling handbags, and that's how she made money. And that's pretty, that's crazy to me.
0: And this is something that you would know, but how do you know that? Is Is this something that she has said in an interview somewhere?
1: I remember, well, obviously anything secondhand in our consignment is gonna, you know, pop into my brain, but, you know, the Kardashians have become a monstrosity and a juggernaut that I don't really support anymore, though I do support the hustle. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Kim is someone, whether it was organizing Paris Hilton's closet or buying and selling stuff on eBay, like she always has had hustles. And I'm trying to remember, she gave it, told in some interview, but she had this hustle in high school where she would get on eBay and she would sell stuff. But eBay was the original place to buy Things from celebrities. I mean, you can buy like signed headshots and like really original like celebrity paraphernalia, but the Kardashians for a very long time have sold their things on eBay. Um, And it's usually all, uh, if not the majority for charity. That's another element of this that, you know, celebrities now are kind of like, well, I want to make money on my wardrobe too. Like, you know, I make a lot of money and I might be rich, but like that doesn't mean I don't want to make more money and there are fewer celebrities selling it, you know, just for charity. Right. So that's something that's always happened on eBay, but I've been watching, and one reason why I wanted to talk about this was I've been watching this evolve... And I think someone, you know, free ideas uh, for, for an INGO listener, uh, I really think someone is going to blow out this space of buying directly from celebrity closets. There are lots of different piecemeal places, which I'll get into, where you can look for stuff from people you like. But I think that there's a huge opportunity there. But again, you know, privacy, it, it sort of depends on how famous you are. But, but okay, yeah, If you're if you
0: are going to sell me a dress Kim Kardashian is selling me a dress right I've I've I have some sort of an avenue to, to, to buy this dress secondhand I'm not going to her house I mean what is really the danger of there being a network in place for this to happen
1: yeah no I think celebrities just like wanted that privacy previously and because so little privacy now exists yeah. and we want to be celebrities we want to be influencers we want to dress like them we might literally want to be wearing their clothing that like so I have one piece from someone very famous, very, very famous fashion influencer, uh, Chiara Ferragni, who is an Italian fashion designer, influencer, one of the OG like fashion bloggers. Um, She's huge. And I bought uh, from her Depop, which is what she uses. And I'll talk. I mean, I'm going to get into the different platforms that I see different people using, but she uses Depop, which is very European. Mm -hmm. Um, And... She sold this insane Olympia Latan clutch, uh, which is Olympia Latan makes these like very limited run of uh, clutches that are shaped like books, and they're very very expensive. and And Kiara was selling one that was a collaboration with Keith Haring, the amazing artist. Uh, And I'm not sure that they even went on sale for real or how many of them they made, but it's this really, really cool piece and it was 400 euro um, and they retail for like $2,000 and it was from her closet. And I think it's really cool. She maybe wore it once. I mean, that's the other thing we're talking about here is like a lot of this stuff has been worn once, if not,
0: not at all. Right. And you mentioned that she's, she's extremely well-known, a huge influencer, very famous in, in a certain space. One would think that a lot of these folks don't have a ton of time to do this themselves, and so there's probably this consignment stylist person uh, job uh, uh, description that happens more often than not. Kim Kardashian is not sitting at the computer doing all of this herself. Somebody, right, no. Somebody, she's paying somebody to do it for
1: her. A hundred percent. So the bigger you are, though there are some like randos that I'll get into who's like posh marks or like tradesy accounts I just like die over because they're hilarious and I find them incredibly interesting and like just so like in the same way that I remember one of my favorite podcasts Who Weekly, like one of the hooligans uncovered like public Venmo, like a lot of Venmo is public. You could see like transactions between celebrities. Like it's just some weird peak into their world that, like, is a little bit different from looking at them on Instagram or looking at them on Twitter or watching, you know, something they've done. Uh, It's just a, like, funny little slice of life and and shows a lot about who they are because this is the stuff you're wearing and the stuff you're selling.
0: Well, and it's very personal, too. It's like some years ago, my mom and I wandered into a, a fancy open house here in L.A., and we were in the house and people still lived there so it was it was not really staged it was actually still being lived in we're kind of looking around and we were like why are there so many pictures of oliver stone in this house and we eventually realized it was his house he, he he wasn't there and you know i don't really think of oliver stone when i think of consignment <laughs> but but it was the sort of thing where i was like it it became instantly extremely personal yeah. you know like the the washcloth in the in the bathroom and some of the art on the walls and silverware and so i think that clothing is is extremely personal i mean that was on someone's person
1: yeah and i think that like that's one reason why well-known people have been hesitant to come out and say that they're doing this like sell directly versus sending it to the real real versus stylists have always taken people's clothing and given it to consignment stores always Mm -hmm. you know and they have hired someone to photograph all their stuff for ebay or for tradesy or whatever what have you but a lot of them you know will sell with the real real because the thing about the real real is that's the one site where you don't see the person you're buying from or maybe they've done it with a pseudonym or an alternate handle or something like that because it is incredibly personal though if there's someone you really admire and really like you know, and I think Kiara is really cool. And I think this piece was really cool. I was like, wow, how cool to have something that like she wore. Um, I mean, it's different because it's a handbag. But uh, I also like for me, that adds to it. Um, And it it remains to be seen. This is very new. It remains to be seen, like if you can ostensibly get more. um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, but but stylists and celebrities have always offloaded a lot of their stuff they've often done it for charity but more of them are getting into the second hand to do this like celebrities will randomly say or influencers will randomly say they they have partnerships or working with certain closets and or or at closet apps so like Leandra Medine and Man Repeller have done work with the Real Real, where she will style an outfit from the Real Real. It's not necessarily like, "Hey, look at the stuff I'm selling on the Real Real," but it's like we're working with them. Or I'm trying to think of like who has worked with Tradesy has um, like a showroom where influencers uh, try on and borrow clothing in mm-hmm. Los Angeles mm-hmm. and then get photographed in it and bring it back. Rent the Runway is is pushing hard Armarium or Mariam Armarium where it's like single rent couture and high end outfits, which I'm very interested in because that's what Rent the Runway started out as and that's why I loved it. I don't use it anymore because I sort of saw the mass market appeal of sort of like lower tier brands and proms and and bridesmaids dresses and that sort of stuff, which makes sense from a business perspective. For example, Aaron Foster uh, for an Oscars party wore an armarium, armarium dress that then, like, she was like, any person can wear this after me if you rent it from them. Right. Uh, so that's super interesting to me. But one one app I noticed in particular that's really banking on buying from influencers is something called Basic Space. It's very new. And they only have about 10 people. And it seems to be like the hyper cool club kids. Like Julie Schott is on it, who is like a beauty influencer and uh, entrepreneur and writer. And as someone who's like definitely like a cool kid with a capital C. And that's the, they're sort of doing those closets. And they've all photographed it for them. And so, but people are really getting in, getting into this. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's only going to continue to grow for well, sure.
0: Well, and they're certainly going to, be people who say oh yeah I, I saw so and so wearing this at, at an Oscar party so this dress isn't like the new cool thing anymore but most of us don't know the difference and if you had the money to not rent the runway but actually buy the dress outright well okay after after it's a year old I mean it's still a really nice dress so I think that that's that's another thing to remember is that most people majority of people don't care that it's not brand new And I don't mean because it's used, I mean because it's, you know, we've gone through a couple of fashion seasons. Totally, but
1: whereas before, this would be like a totally taboo thing for a celebrity or actor to admit that they do, it's now like an extra incentive to buy it. It's like, not only do I have the same shoes as something navy, I'm actually literally wearing her shoes.
0: Well, and I think that, that it's easy to say, well, you know, celebrities, they're all rich and they're that's not necessarily true. And it's also like saying if you're... If you're a famous actress, you should you should never think of your next career. You should never have a side hustle because you're only one thing, and that's not true for any of us.
1: Well, no, and everyone wants to make money on their closets. I mean, this is what I'm bringing to, you know, this is what we talk about on Never Gets Old. This is why, um, you know, now famous and people will admit that they're okay, like, taking the money, whereas before, you know, with the eBay and the Kardashians, it was always, like, 100% to charity. They couldn't say, like, we're also pocketing this money because it would look bad. Right something that's very interesting and will continue to be regulated so you know a lot of these actors a lot of these influencers get gifted things i mean most of them do i mean that's what's so crazy is like when you become rich and famous and like you get lots of stuff for free which sounds so counterintuitive but like is very real and clothing is so easy for a brand i mean having worked with brands and pr and seen it all like it's so easy for them to just send product to someone You're technically not supposed to sell things that were gifted to you by brands. So that hasn't been fully regulated. I think it will. But some influencers have gotten into hot water for selling things that were obviously gifted to them. So I think – I don't know what the you know FTC, Federal Trade Commission, rules are necessarily or if they'll regulate that. I mean I said a very long time ago, like before people had to disclose that things were ads or things were gifted to them or given to them, there was this whole controversy – uh, the diet product covered with the uh, Dior saddle bag, I think, and people not like saying it was gifted and all that sort of stuff. Like that, that stuff is definitely bubbling up, right? And there was a huge controversy because Grace Coddington, longtime uh, Vogue editor, queen of red hair, her like it was either her intern or her assistant got arrested. She got in legal trouble for selling. So so either Grace Coddington gave her things to sell, but then the girl pocketed the money and it was like tens of thousands of dollars right. Um, so you know a lot of this too is like you know are you who keeps the money who's doing what? This was a situation where like she I guess sold a ton of Grace's stuff to the real real and like kept all the money and like that was super not kosher. Yeah.
0: Um, Well, that, yeah. And then you get into the, the, is it illegal or is it just ethically unsound?
1: Yeah. I mean, in this, in this case, like Grace Coddington came after her directly. It wasn't like, you know, brands or Vogue or anything like that. It was like, Hey, like these $20,000 belongs to me. Um, but I thought it was like kind of a funny, sneaky, sneaky hustle, but some of my favorite. Okay. So like, let me get into like, so here we have like People doing partnerships, you know, Serena Williams has a big new partnership with Poshmark. Like, celebrities are getting in on this. Like, Serena has, like, a whole dedicated vertical that just launched of all of her clothing, which is so interesting. I'm like, I want to see what size you wear. I want to see what you wear. Like, that's what's also crazy, too, is, like, when you look at this stuff, like, you literally see, like you know these people are in your minds but you don't know how big they are you don't know like what they're into it's just so telling but my favorites are the more random ones so i will now have to share this but jenna jameson long time playboy model uh you know adult film actress (laughs) that's it that's Uh, it that's how i know her <laughs> <laughs> I know of her anyway. <laughs> so she has, so like all I want, she has a Poshmark that I found and I don't even know how I found it. She sells like weird, ugly jewelry. Actually, you know what? Excuse me. She sells jewelry that is not my style, but like she has like, she like has a full on like Etsy jewelry business through her Poshmark, huh. which is very interesting. But she's also selling, and I don't know how many times she's been married, but she's literally selling like, you know, a $30,000 enormous diamond ring and i really want it i think it's like twelve thousand dollars like obviously i'm not gonna get it but like how amazing i'm like yes this giant diamond belonged to jenna jameson at one point she was selling a playboy bunny diamond encrusted necklace that she had been given from hugh hefner it was wild
0: right yeah and whether or not you're like a huge fan of hers it it, there, there is some there's some sort of Humor. I don't know. It's a little titillating. Yeah, exactly. There's some humor involved and probably somebody out there would look really good in a diamond encrusted playboy necklace. It wouldn't be me, but I could I could see somebody rocking that.
1: No, but I'm, I'm not a, like I'm not a huge fan of Jenna Jameson. I mean, I know who she is, but I just thought it was like hilarious that like it's just these like little slices of then you're getting into like people that aren't necessarily as famous that are doing this and. And, like, you know, make some side money and or, like, sell old engagement rings. But, like, a diamond-encrusted Playboy bunny necklace given from half is, like, a huge collector's item. Um, And it was just sitting there from Poshmark. And someone bought it. And I was like, man, I should buy this. And I mean, because that's, like, very, very valuable, too. And, like, a piece of history. Like, I know I have a friend in Paris who is obsessed with Playboy culture and, like, deep Americana. I think it's... I think it's really funny to, like, poke around and see, and I think celebrities are only going to continue to, whether they are A-list or, you know, D-list or influencers. Influencers certainly already know because everything they do is brand-driven, is monetized, is shoppable. That's way less of a frontier, but I think that, like, actors and actresses are just going to start having tradesy accounts or Poshmark accounts and... And yeah, I'm like buy secondhand. Well, and then that's great PR for whatever platform
0: they end up going with.
1: Yeah, and a lot of them are starting to do partnerships with them. I saw, I'm trying to remember who it was. It was an influencer who had like someone from Tradesy come to her very fancy New York apartment and start pulling her stuff. And like, so they're going to start doing real partnerships with them. Whereas before, that would be like either icky or D class A or like just not something that they were cool with. Mm-hmm. I mean. But, like, regular consignment stores, I don't think, like, let's talk about brick and mortar. I don't think that that's necessarily going to become something that is shared and talked about. As I said, like, you know, a lot of my good friends are consignment store owners. The number one rule is you do not say who you are buying from, and and that's important. Though, like, very DC-centric, there was this gown in my friend's store, and I realized that I had saw it on Omarosa. So I was like, fuck that gown. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. well and that, yeah. that, that's
0: another thing too it's like you if you have an eye or you happen to look at a magazine at the right time or whatever you might you might be like oh I know this dress or I know this piece of whatever and I don't want it because it's associated with the celebrity that I might not be into most
1: totally. people
0: probably don't care enough about that but if you do then that's another that's another little uh, wrench in, in in the process
1: Okay, yeah, I remember, so, uh, Second Time Around doesn't exist anymore, and it was really rooting for them, they were brick and mortar chain, uh, but I remember buying a pair of, like, nice Calvin Klein heels, and the person was not supposed to do this, but they're, like, oh, those actually belong to so-and-so actress, and the actress, I don't remember her name now. I mean, clearly it it registered at the time. It's like, oh, that's really cool. Like, that's a a cool thing for me. Like, I'm sure she would not want people to know that she's, like, just handing off this stuff to a second time around. But also what's interesting is if you look on Poshmark or Tradesy or some of these other places, a lot of stylists will be selling stuff. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they will say, as seen on. So there's Mm. some people I follow on Poshmark. Um, I mean, you can look me up on Poshmark, but some of the people I follow are very clearly celebrity stylists, and they will often accompany it with a picture of the celebrity wearing it. And it's not always clear whether or not, like, it's directly something they styled someone in and then are selling. That, I think, is sometimes shady and or sometimes, like, I I don't know. Like, again, there are no rules here. Like, this is going to evolve intensely. But, you know, stylists also have this opportunity to – to sell all these things, and they're clearly working with famous people. Well, and
0: and we've touched on how consignment is actually good for the planet because you're you're reusing clothes that are that would be sitting there otherwise not being loved, um, and cutting down on on waste. And I, uh, you're talking about you know um, a celebrity being photographed in something that's then being being flipped. Basically, it's like. You know, we all, we've all seen the Us Weeklys where it's like, get the Kim Kardashian dress for $60 from whatever store. Right. You know, it's like the knockoff thing. So I can see where this is, in many ways, just the better way to go. Like, if you really want that dress, you get it for discounts. It's kind of cool because it might have belonged to or been worn by somebody that you admire. And you're not buying some garbage.
1: Totally. And like, I mean, this is not even like so so in the world of stylists and other like influential people selling this stuff like there are some people selling runway stuff on Poshmark and I'm like how did you get that I'm not gonna ask you but like you know there are two people I follow that definitely like work for Barneys and I don't know how they're getting all this stuff but like just the influx of things that like you know I don't know for sure that they work for Barney's. I think that they work for Barney's. And, like, some of these people are seeing opportunities in, like, major big-box stores start offloading it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, celebrities should shop secondhand in consignment, too. Like, there's no reason not to. I remember, as I said to you in a previous episode, I saw Nikki Hilton in an Ina in New York. She was clearly lost. But I was at <laughs> on Melrose in L.A., and I remember running into Adam Lambert at this, like, particularly funky little, more mostly men's consignment shop, and I was like, is that Adam Lambert? I was like, I guess that is that is Adam Lambert. Of all the people to see, you know, shopping consignment. But, you know, everybody loves a deal. But also, yes, it is the most sustainable option by far. I mean, we'll get more into sustainable fashion and eco brands. And I want that to be a huge part of it never gets old. But, like, this is the the most sustainable option. The future of fashion is nothing new, period. You can also poke around on the internet to see, like else is selling stuff i went to celebrityowned.com earlier this morning uh but that doesn't tell you who it's from i think that's cutting out the whole like appeal
0: right because all celebrities are not equal
1: well yeah i'm like well was this owned by like jennifer aniston or was this owned by like i don't know (laughs) i I, 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 I could i could
0: feel you not wanting to be rude
1: to anybody (laughs) (laughs) So that's just some one-on-one on this stuff. I really think that someone has an opportunity to to collect a bunch of famous people and start selling their stuff. I think we're at a tipping point. I mean, this is one reason why this show exists, but... Um, we're at a real tipping point where I think that more people are going to get into the resale game. As I said, for influencers, fashion influencers, Instagram heavy people, this is nothing new. They live and breathe by buying and selling and brands and partnerships. And like they get their influence is part of the reason why people buy things, whether it's from them or their collections that they've created. Uh, but, but I think more, more actors and actresses are going to come out of the woodwork and stop, you know, selling things quietly and just be like, oh no, this is my, enormous bobble engagement ring jenna jameson like i'm just gonna sell it on poshmark and like i really hope someone gets it because what an amazing piece it is this enormous gargantuan diamond ring and i don't know who <laughs> gave it to her probably a rock star or you know someone in the in the playboy world who the hell knows sarah lane got anything to add about some celebos you want to buy from
0: uh well you mentioned jennifer aniston and she's always been my celebrity crush like far beyond anyone else uh, for reasons i don't even really understand myself but i've just always loved her and i love her uh vast array of black dresses that she's worn over the years
1: (laughs) or her like she's she's the queen she's the only woman who still gets away with like a boot cut jean and a belt
0: Right, yeah, I just I just love her, I want her closet, it's understated in all the right ways, so now that I know I might find her Poshmark account, I will be digging into that.
1: You can find It Never Gets Old online at ingopodcast.com. There you'll find links to more on me, your host, Meredith Feynman, and my producer, Sarah Lane. You'll also be able to submit a question, query, criticism, amazing find. Uh, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. It means a lot to us. and really helps us. Uh, and follow us on the social medias. We are at INGO Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. I want to see what you're wearing and what you're getting. And uh, we'll talk to you soon.